prologue. Kabam! Kabam! The sound was like thunder, and the earth shook in Los Angeles, which anyone reasonably familiar with this particular corner of the planet would tell you was no strange happenstance. Except today it was different. Today it was safe to say this was no tectonic shift, no natural event. In fact, this man-made disaster, in terms of mind-blowing experiences, was a complete doozy. But chances were quite good that most of those people who would even consider the possibility of how incredibly mind-blowing this was to experience were the very same ones running for their very lives at that very moment from a mechanical and very runaway Tyrannosaurus Rex. That is, if they were downtown, trying like mad to get away from the 40-foot-tall, extremely lifelike robot, demolishing its way through the streets of Chinatown, its large metal feet smashing downward on abandoned cars strewn across the ground, while its tiny, pneumatically-powered arms crush street lamps in its path, as if they were nothing more than the lines of red paper lanterns strung across the main thoroughfare. And if they were on the west side, by the beach in the Santa Monica Pier, there was a good chance they were running from one of the many robotic cowboys riding atop robotic horses, seemingly rounding up frightened human pedestrians as if they were errant cattle to be driven down to the ocean. Just a couple of dozen miles away, in the San Fernando Valley, a stampede of electronic elephants, robotic rhinos, mechanical moose, and battery-powered Bengal tigers had brought nearly all traffic on Ventura Boulevard to a grinding halt. This was, of course, due to the incredible number of cars that had been abandoned in the middle of the street by drivers frightened out of their wits by the mechanical beasts running wild through some of the most congested intersections in the city. Yet these folks were not alone, for citizens from Long Beach to Silver Lake had taken to huddling inside of their homes and offices in fear of the uncontrollable robot rampage running rampant outside their doors. And though many a frantic reporter uttered the same phrase time and time again, while helicopter news footage of the mechanical dinosaur smashing its way down the street played on countless television sets around the world, it was safe to say once and for all that yes, the city of Los Angeles had come to a complete standstill. And to think that just a few days ago, the whole city, nay the whole world, had been swept up in the mania and fervor that only mega-events such as the Super Bowl or World Cup can conjure. A spectacular, or some would say stupendous extravaganza that was to be the debut of the traveling show, known far and wide as Transistor Rodeo. And as he sprinted through the geyser of water jetting upward through the gaping crack in the pavement where a fire hydrant once stood, Dean pushed the dark wet hair from his eyes and ran faster and harder than he had ever had in his 13 years of life. Each time the T-Rex took one giant step, it covered the same ground Dean could in 10, and as his lanky legs grew even more tired, he could tell the massive robotic dinosaur was gaining ground on him by how much more the earth rumbled under his feet than it had just a few seconds earlier. Though his muscles burned like tiny bonfires up and down his legs, 
Dean's feet furiously pounded the pavement as his adrenaline pumped through his body. Somehow he knew in his mind that he had to stop this gargantuan mechanized beast, but his brain raced in circles given the current problem of just getting far enough away from it as to not be smushed into guava jelly. From the sky above, he heard the deafening whoosh of jets approaching fast, and as he gazed upward, he saw the three fighter planes racing overhead, their silver bird-like bodies shining clear against the blue Southern California sky. The jet soared past, only a few hundred feet off the ground, assessing the big robotic target they had come gunning for. No! Dean whispered to himself, finally breaking into a scream. No! Those pilots rocketing by overhead in their missile-laden warplanes had designs on the big T-Rex, with orders to take it out with one precise surgical strike. But what they didn't know was that their attempted peace would in actuality turn into a terrible, terrible disaster. As he darted past an overturned police cruiser, Dean stopped turned back and began rooting through the trunk even as the humongous robot crashed down the street, rumbling toward him. Come on, come on, come on, he whispered to himself, trying to sort through the mess that had spilled out from the cruiser's trunk. Hurriedly, he batted away a dark blue LAPD windbreaker before spotting what he was looking for. With his legs shaking, he sprang back to his feet, gripping the road flare tightly in one hand trying to pull it open with the other, all while trying to read the directions at the same time. Even with the deafening noise of the beast behind him and the dusky rumble of his own heartbeat pounding in his ears, Dean could hear the high-pitched whine of the jet squadron heading back on approach. This time, he figured, on a final targeting run. And as he imagined their sights locked on the out-of-control robot dinosaur, he knew the tragic mistake they were about to make could never be taken back. Quickly, he turned on his heels back toward the monster. On a dead run, he struck the flare's top, igniting the bright red flame now shooting out from inside. As he got closer, he leapt up onto the hood of an abandoned car, scrambling to the rooftop. He began waving the road flare above his head in wide swaying arcs. He hoped like crazy those fighter pilots would be able to see. He crossed his fingers that his father was having better luck than he was at trying to stop what was going on. Strangely though, at that very moment a single thought shot through Dean's synapses like a lightning strike. It was right then he tried to tell himself it hadn't always been like this.